As President Obama and politicians on both sides of the aisle debate whether to intervene in Syria, the humanitarian crisis there continues to grow. More than two million Syrian refugees have now fled their home country into places like Jordan and Iraq, uh, Turkey and Lebanon. More than half of those refugees are children. The camps are overcrowded. Aid groups are struggling to provide adequate food and medical care to those displaced by the fighting. Joining us now is Dr. Hamam Akbik. Dr. Akbik is a Syrian-American who is working with refugees near the capital of Amman in Jordan. Dr. Akbik, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. Thank you for hosting me. Uh, Doctor, we had your wife, Besma, on the show yesterday from Cincinnati, so we wanted to get your perspective since you're there near Amman, Jordan. Can you describe conditions at the refugee camps that you've been working in? Well, actually, our missions are a little bit different as we don't go to the camps. What we've noticed throughout the previous missions that we went through in Jordan, that most of the needs are outside the camps. The camps right now host about 165,000 displaced Syrians and being covered by about seven to nine medical units from various countries. The uh, Jordan in, in, as a country hosts uh, close to 600,000 displaced Syrians that's outside the camp. So the need is outside the camp are way more than the need in the camp. And that's where our focus is. So there has to be enormous stress then on the existing services that Jordanians use for their own health care, their own food. Those systems have to be very stretched now. To the utmost limit. Jordan is not really a wealthy country and people here are on average poor and they can host to a limit. The food, uh, the water. That's all scare here. So it's, it's very hard for the families to support themselves, not alone now support extended families and displaced Syrians. So it is, it's becoming quite a struggle for the locals and for the displaced Syrians. And what does that mean for your services and what you're trying to provide to the Syrians? It's becoming harder and harder because you have now more displaced people. You have more scattered. So it's much easier when you come to an area where a lot of displaced Syrians are there so you can provide your services and move on. The problem now, you have hundreds here, hundreds there, and it's becoming harder and harder to get to them because they're getting more and more further away from major cities. So delivering aid is becoming much harder. And plus, all the big organizations that affiliate with the United Nations, they do not go after small groups. They want to go to an area where it's populated and focus on big groups. And that's the problem right now in Amman, that that is no longer the case. So who is going to care for those people? Who is going to deliver the care? Who's going to deliver the medical care? Who's going to give the medication? Who's going to deliver baby formulas? That question remains to be answered. And we are trying to be one organization that trying to put some closure to this question. And before we let you go, Dr. Haman Akbik, there is a, vi- a rapidly shifting political situation, of course, between the United States, Syria, and Russia. What are you hearing from the people that you talk to? There's, it seems like a diplomatic settlement could potentially avert a threatened U.S. strike if this deal to have the international community take possession of chemical weapons goes through. Are, are people expressing relief or hope at that? What are you hearing? Um, This is here quite interesting because there is a complete lack of trust and belief in the United States credibility anymore. You can hardly believe anybody right now. You go go and ask them and they believe in the United States. They said, uh, unfortunately, Obama is not a man of his word. They think that the U.S. government is playing political games with their uh, future. Every person here you talk to, really, nobody is really supporting the intervention unless if they want to know that it's going to it's going to put an end 
to this madness. It's going to put the end to this killing. It's going to put an end to this mass exits. But if it's only going to be to settle some scores between the U.S. and Russia, so now if they delivered the chemical weapons, so it's okay to kill with other weapons, but not okay to kill with chemical weapons. I am not sure what exactly uh, the settlement is about right now. That settlement is fluid. The potential settlement in the situation is far from solved, but it is moving quickly. Dr. Hamam Akbik, we want to thank you for joining us from near Amman. Dr. Akbik is a Syrian-American working with the National Arab Medical Association outside of Amman and around towns in Jordan, helping Syrian refugees housed there. Doctor, thank you. Thank you. I'm David Remnick, host of the New Yorker Radio Hour. There's nothing like finding a story you can really sink into that lets you tune out the noise and focus on what matters. In print or here on the podcast, The New Yorker brings you thoughtfulness and depth and even humor that you can't find anywhere else. So please join me every week for The New Yorker Radio Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts.